0: Welcome to Elevate Your Dealership with HBK Dealership Solutions. In each podcast, we will discuss techniques and tools you can employ to take your dealership to the next level. Your dealership is a complex and specialized business. Sales, service, parts, and often rentals. In many ways, operating a dealership is like operating several businesses at once, each with its own challenges and potential. Your CPA firm should offer the experience and expertise specific to your industry required to properly serve you and your dealership. There is simply too much at stake, and the dealership business is far too complicated to rely on a generalist. In this week's podcast, Tim will be discussing working on versus in your dealership.
1: Hello and welcome to the show designed to help the dealership community with tools and techniques to bring your dealership to the next level. I'm your host, Tim Parsons, and today we're going to be talking about working in versus working on your business. The difference between growth and stagnation. Some of you might be asking, Tim, what's the difference between working in your business versus working on your business? Very simply, working in your business Because when you work in your business, you're handling the day-to-day activities, making or selling a product, meeting with clients, administrative work, hiring and training of your staff. Working on your business is when you're working on your business, you're focused on how to make it grow. You're constantly evaluating product development, sales and marketing strategy, and staff development. Simply, the more you work on your business, the easier the work you do in your business becomes. When you work on your business, your number one priority is your people. I'm going to repeat that. When you work on your business, your number one priority is your people. Attracting great people, training your people, and retaining quality employees. Attracting quality employees. Ask your employees for referrals and compensate them for bringing someone into the company. Very simple. Pay a referral bonus after six months of uninterrupted employment. Use Facebook ads and we're hiring images to target candidates. Training. Training to improve their skills so they become a more valuable and productive member of the team. Retaining quality employees. Create a mentoring program. You've heard me talk many, many times. I'm sitting here today because I've been extremely fortunate in, in my career to have two extremely involved mentors. Recognize your employees' hard work. The measure of an organization's success, focus on results. Focus on achieving the organization's goals and the bottom line. Develop a culture of accountability. When goals and objectives are aligned with responsibilities, people can be held accountable for their work. A written, well-defined job description allows you to hold people accountable. If it's not written, then it's implied, which leaves the interpretation up to the individual. Productivity. Productivity is a reflection of how many people Are in and doing the right job. Positive work environment. Happy employees are productive employees. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out. Employee that complacent and is simply there for a paycheck, usually doesn't produce at a high level, develops a bad attitude, and drags the team down. Business goals and objectives. Goals and objectives have very different meaning. Goals. Goals describe the destination on our linked to the company's vision. A goal is the result that a business hopes to achieve over a period of time. Objectives. Objectives describe the actions needed to achieve the goal. Objectives are incremental targets, often follow the SMART criteria measuring their effectiveness. Now, you've heard me again, you've heard me say the SMART criteria is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and bound by time. Measuring and managing productivity. Define expectations, set goals, evaluate regularly to track the progress, monitor performance, inspect what you expect. A measurement system that checks progress. You can't manage what you don't measure. Again, you cannot manage what you don't measure. Diagnose problem. Productivity measurements don't identify the source of the problem, only that one exists. Customer service in your employee. What is customer service? Does your definition mirror the customer's expectations? Good customer service helps you retain customers and generate repeat business. It's less expensive to retain a customer than it is to capture a new one. Employee customer service skills. According to the Disney Institute, the top customer service skills their staff must possess. Empathy. The ability to understand the feelings of others. Studies show that 70% of buying experiences are based on how customers feel that they were treated. Adaptability. Being open to finding diverse and unexpected solutions to problems and challenges. Without limitations on your thinking and actions, challenges become something not to dread, but to seize and enjoy working through. Being able with just new conditions. Communication, expressing or exchanging of information, provides clarity and direction, and improves productivity. They also must possess effective listening skills. Effective listening is taking the time to understand the customer's concern and then letting them know that you're paying attention. Simple as that. Often, Simply rephrasing the issue in your words and asking for clarification is enough to make the customer feel like you're really understanding their concern. Knowledge. The fact or condition of knowing something with familiarity gained through experience. Information, understanding, or skill that comes from experience or education. They also must have the ability to admit They don't have all the answers. This act of humility and readiness to seek the help of others can inspire greater trust within your team and encourage others to follow suit. Great leaders know when to admit I don't know and how to follow up appropriately. Simply put, I don't know the answer at this time, but I'll get back with would that be a benefit? Reaching new customers. Segment your customer base by geographic. Where are they? Demographic. Gender, age, income. Define the value proposition. What do customers want and need? How does the product meet their needs? Execute sales plan. Identify your target market. Integrate sales and marketing programs. Measure and adjust your strategy. And review the progress at regular intervals. Again, inspect what you expect. Staying ahead of the competition. Know your competition. To stay ahead of your competition, you need to know who your competition is. Identify and focus on your strengths. Identify the strengths of your business that are superior to your competition. and Focus on marketing those strengths. If your competitor is struggling with customer service, make your focus on building an ideal customer experience. Analyze your data. You'll you'll need to define your goals. What What information do you want to obtain? Collect the data, analyze the data, and then interpret the results. Do your findings confirm or disprove your initial thought? Your findings may also offer insight or information of subsequent analysis. And finally, today we've discussed the difference between working in versus working on your business. Your business priorities, attributes of a great employee, how to maintain and have a productive work environment, the difference between goals and objectives, and how to measure success. Again, Thanks for listening. Please visit our website at hbkcpa.com. Until next time, have an unbelievable day.
0: To stay up to date with HBK dealership solutions, visit our website at hbkcpa.com and sign up for email notifications.